I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Welcome back, episode two of Half and Half Podcast. What's going on? How's your week been? Actually, pretty good. Um, working a lot on the guitars, um, at least trying to. We made some great headway on a. We learned a lot on Sunday on the situation that we had with one of them. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, where we actually were all in the same room together. Yeah, that was fun. For the first time in a long time. Yeah, we, uh, what was it? Um, the neck. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't understand. If you're not a, a guitar builder or a guitar, I mean, I, I played guitar for 30 freaking years. Yeah. And, and I never knew. I know. All the struggles that you have to go through with a neck. So. I know. I, I have to fix all your crap. Yeah, that's always been the thing, right? It was always like, like. I'm the type of person, you give me a piece of wood that has strings on it, I'll make it sound good. Right. Like, not to toot my own horn or anything, but, like, to me, it's not difficult to to make a guitar sound good. Right. But every time you would look at my guitar, it was always like, dude, have you looked at your neck? Yeah, did you put this thing in boiling water? Yeah, like, <laughs> what the hell? And I'm like, what, man? Like, and you, you look at me like I'm nuts. Like, how do you play this? I'm yeah. like, I don't know, man. I just... And to me, I love, I love everything about guitars right like i love how they're made the craftsmanship and you know the, the way the neck is supposed to be and you just kind of but you have those beautiful big hands to, <laughs> <laughs> to work around <laughs> shitty necks well my hands are big but here's the the funny thing is is that and i don't know if i've ever talked about it on the youtube channel but my pinkies i have the smallest little pinkies ever but right? you know what dude they're God said, I'm going to make the perfect set of pinkies, and he gave them to you. <laughs> <laughs> I should put a picture of my pinkies right now on the screen for the YouTube video. Because not only are they small, they're crooked. Yeah. And they are, they, they're a mismatch. Um, one has three lines. One has only two. It's really freaking weird. Well, I just love the fact how you talk with your pinkies. When your hands go up... <laughs> Your little pinkies stand out of all the fingers. <laughs> I think that's why people think that I'm snobby because when I'm out, like having a beer or something, my pinky always goes up. Yeah, and... you just—it turns out you just can't help it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, real quick, just anybody listening and and saw sees that there's no video. Um, last podcast we filmed it. We actually filmed it with three camera angles. And then as I was editing, I took like eight hours to edit that video. 
and then my computer completely crashed yeah and when i got back into my computer none of the edits were there anymore and i was like do i really want to spend another eight hours editing adrian's good looking face <laughs> but i realized that um i didn't want to do that and so we went with the audio anyways and I, I, i'm okay with that yeah. to be honest like i you know to me podcasts like yeah they're fun to watch right but when you're just watching two guys talk you don't really pay attention to the video i don't anyway yeah that's like, true i love my my podcast on spotify because i love podcasts right like when i'm working out or yeah going to work or whatever that's so. a good point because even when i am listening to it on like something on youtube like i just put my phone down and i'm not even looking at them talk right i mean if it was you on there i'd be looking at it all the time but <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so, you know, with this, with today, we're not even bothering filming it and it's, it, well, I have a photo shoot coming up mm -hmm. and, but that's, um, and I needed all my batteries charged, but that's not the only reason. I just kind of felt like it's just so much easier to just sit here in the room and talk. It is. We've been talking for an hour and we didn't even press record. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing too, is that the podcast is actually supposed to go on all platforms mm. um but for whatever reason it's only on anchor and then obviously on youtube right now um there was some sort of error um i'm working with the people to figure out why it didn't go on all platforms so you know be looking out for that i can't wait for for it to be on spotify because i'm a spotify junkie that's my church man dude i barely started using spotify I like no three months or four months ago. it drives me crazy when i used to send you songs and you'd be like oh, send me the youtube version i'm like dude i just sent <laughs> dang man i just i don't know man i never i never cared for spotify and then especially i guess i always i hated the fact that they pay artists very little and they kind of take advantage but then you have people like joe rogan that's getting a hundred million dollar <laughs> contract um, yeah. So I don't know. I just kind of always avoided it. I used to listen to Apple Music. Um, you know, every time, like, see, I'm a visual person too. So whenever I hear music, it's even better if I get to see a music video to go along with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you hear something you really like, or if I hear something I really like, then I'll go look it up on YouTube, right, to see videos or what the band members look like because I'm weird like that. <laughs> but um, I just love how user friendly Spotify is. I don't know. I don't know Apple Music or iTunes or none of that, right? I've never even tried. The only two that I really love are Pandora and Spotify. Mm -hmm. But I don't use Pandora at all anymore either. Spotify is all I use because I mean, dude, if you want to listen to a band's entire catalog, it's right there. Yeah. You can make your own playlist. You can save that entire cat. Like I have one playlist. That's every um, anything the Deftones have done, and Chino has done is all in one playlist. Oh wow. So yeah, I didn't even know that. I'm yeah. still I'm still getting to to oh, dude, it's learn a it. It's amazing. It actually sucks because I'm I'm still old school, and my wife gets mad about this, but I still buy CDs. But now I've resorted to not even opening them because I just listen to them on Spotify. But I I need to know that I have the new Pumpkin CD, the new Deftones CD, right? They're still shrink wrapped and all, but I. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing, I. I don't. Do I even have a CD player? I don't think I do. I don't think you do. No, you don't. Yeah. So, I mean, you just when I, when I was helping you move in, I saw like your CDs in some random pile, like they were just yeah bastard you know, children, and it broke my heart. So, actually, when I think about my CDs, and as much as I despise CDs nowadays, I can't get rid of them. I don't know why. Like, 
I want to give them to you, but you never seem like you want to take them. I do. They're a mess. I don't. Well, look, <laughs> I'm going to hold on to them because one of these days you're going to tell me thank you for holding on to them. I don't know, man. I mean, I see right now like there's the big thing with vinyls, right? Like everybody yeah. wants to collect vinyls, and it's making this weird comeback. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I even want to think of vinyls like that was even before my time. So fun fact: I bought my first vinyl the other day. Really? Well, I have a small section of vinyls because remember a long time ago I was dabbling in DJing, right? Mm-hmm. So I have random vinyls, but it's it's break beats and so nothing that's musical, right? But um, right now my all-time favorite band in the entire world is Spirit Box. They've been out since 2017. They had a small EP that you can't find anywhere. And since then, they just released singles here and there. Well, their first full-length album is coming out in August. And I said, oh, I'm buying both. I bought the CD and the vinyl because I love them that much. So, okay, I have a vinyl, I'm not going to lie. I bought a local natives vinyl mm. when I saw them at uh, ACL. Mm. And the, But the only reason I did that is it was like to support the artist. Right. Like I bought a CD, I bought a vinyl. I got to meet them. I think it was them. Yeah, I met them. They, you know, they signed it whatever i was total fanboy (laughs) uh but i was like i'm never gonna do anything with this i'm literally just buying it to support them because they're like one of my favorite bands and even at that time they were i mean they're well known but like you know you just want to support what you love so they can keep doing it you know but i don't understand the whole vinyl fatuation like i know some people actually listen to them, right? Mm. My mean, kid is one of them. Both really? of them, as a matter really? of fact. But why, though? Why? I don't, why? I don't know. Well, he likes the... Because they don't just come in, like, regular black vinyls anymore. There's, like, there's like limited edition pink ones, and then there's a red one, a blue one, and a gray one. And he likes all that stuff. And he just likes... He likes the, the sound of, you know, the crinkling and the oh, cracking. Oh, really? Yeah, to him, it's just... He's, he's an old soul, man, to be honest with you. Wow. He loves 90s music. and But when you hear that <coughs> crack of like a vinyl, you want to hear like a 40s song come on. Or some awesome rapper. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I kind of get the aspect of like the collectibles. Like, I'm a collector. Yeah. Like, I've, I mean, I don't, it's been years since I've bought comic books. I mean, well, maybe a couple of years ago. I've, when I was a kid, I always collected comic books and baseball cards and all that. And 98% of them are probably worthless, but. I just can't let them go and it's something so i understand the collector aspect of it but like going beyond like like in listening to it i don't know man that that just that oh, yeah. like i don't know he'd prefer that over spotify like taking it out and like putting it into the the player and yeah. putting it like that's a lot of time lost. he loves it he loves it <laughs> He loves it. Really? He gets mad at me. I'll, I'll pick up. Dad, don't touch it like that. I'm so sorry. Really? He's got a vinyl carrot kid. Does he like... flip it first? Like, no. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah, I, ha- I have to buy him, like, special inserts because the inserts that vinyls come with can scratch your vinyls. And, like, it's crazy. He's knee deep in the vinyl. I have special inserts, too, but they're in my feet because I have plantar <laughs> fasciitis. <laughs> That's so ugly that you would say that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I don't know, man. For me, it's it's I just have to own a piece of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I don't do it as much as I used to, right? I I'm selective, you know, the Deftones, Smashing Pumpkins, 
um, you know, all my all-time favorites I buy. Right. Random stuff that I start to like here and there. Like right now, I'm this. I'm on a huge, huge binge of this band called Krungbin. What? Krung Krungbin. Spell that. <laughs> Hell no. K H I. I don't even know. Okay. It's, it's a. It's that band I showed you. They're a, a three-piece from Texas, all instrumental. Girl bass player. The drummer was a, a church drummer. Mm-hmm. They're they're phenomenal. Really. They're phenomenal. Them and Spirit Box are like what I've been rotating lately. Yeah, and, and Spirit Box I can't get into, but anyway. <clears throat> except for that one song. What? Which one? Though I don't even remember what it's called. It's like kind of mellow and. Oh, Constance. Yeah, there you go. That's because you haven't stopped and paid attention. No, man, I no, tried. You, know, we, you haven't. You haven't tried with me. That's what we're gonna do one of these days. We're gonna sit in here, and I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna play the entire catalog. And we're just gonna sit here. And I'm gonna make you pay attention. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. I just, she's a good singer, like music. I don't know. Again, it's just going back to that new metal thing. It's very new that metal. Is so weird that you brought that up. That's what I wanted to talk about today, because right now you said that, oh, I hate vinyl and I hate CDs, and it's so weird how you and I have, like, not that I refuse to grow, but I just like what I like, and you know, you like to kind of come up with the times, and it's like with new metal, right? So when you and I first met. Not when we first met, when we first encountered one another. You were a big metalhead, Pantera, mm-hmm. Manson, Fear Factor, whatever the hell they're called. All those bands, right? Metallica. It's a TV show, Adrian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Fear Factory, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's a lost I mean, that, that genre. I was big time into Morrissey, Smashing Pumpkins, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, I was a huge alternative kid. But when you and I finally met, our one common ground was the Deftones. Mm. And to this very day, you and I, I love them, like, more so than you do. Like, you like to, yeah. you know. Yeah, I like their first three albums, and that's about it. Okay, the last one was... Those are fighting words, dude. That's <laughs> it? I mean, the last one was okay. Like, I... Yeah, I, bull, you... when I fir- When I first heard it, I was really getting into it. I was like, man, but I think I was just, like, longing for something new. And then, like, I took a break and went back to it, and I was like, no, I don't like this anymore. <clears throat> Like, maybe one or two songs. That is heartbreaking. It's just... I don't know. Like, the... See, my introduction to the Deftones was in 1994. A friend of mine's sister lived in Boston. And for whatever reason, she was just at a random place and the Deftones showed up and played. And she was like, oh my god. So she literally sent... She... Regular mail. Mailed a cassette, I believe. And then, yeah, and then I somehow, that person was like, I don't really care, you'll probably like it. And so I got the cassette and I was like, oh my God, these guys are amazing. I went out and I bought Adrenaline. Literally like two weeks later uh, at the attic at the time, I got to see them perform. There was literally like no more than 10 people watching the Deftones perform. It was amazing. It was just one of the, it was so eye-opening in terms and the funny thing is too is uh our old singers band actually opened up for them that day yeah but anyways it was just it was just like wow like you know i I always knew that i wanted my band to like have a certain presence and i never really kind of knew what it looked like until i saw that and 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 not necessarily like how they like throw down on stage it was mm-hmm. just like the just this like you knew they were there for the music and just the music only and it was like the audience didn't even matter 
you know mm-hmm. it was the performance was still a hundred percent it was just amazing and then the music is great what really like i guess sucked me in is that there was just a lot of, there's a lot of emotion and passion there you know which is something i think that you and i have always tried to get across like t- to us like when we go on stage and perform it's there's a lot of emotion put into that oh like, it's balls out yeah it's, it's balls it's, out even people, now to this very day right it's it, to me i don't want to go pay a band pay money to see a band stand around exactly it's boring right right one and to me i'm i'm such a feeler and, and emotional about music especially music especially music that we make like it just brings it out of me right right and i you know me i jump around everywhere i'm sore for eight days after we play like you have to right you have to and that and that's what music is lacking right now oh yeah absolutely there is no stage presence at all it's like not even like nobody even cares about performing anymore exactly it's heartbreaking that's why i I, going back to why i originally brought it up i still love new metal you hate it like you have this this great ability to be like screw everything i grew up with i don't care you know i leave it all in the past me it's like i still i still listen to limp biscuit i still listen to <laughs> not so much corn was more your thing for me corn it was just the first two albums yeah no i'm with you on that and then after that it was, you know what i mean first three for me but the deftones have, have carried it forever they can never do any wrong in my eyes but see again i feel like they lost to me, I feel like three albums is is where a lot of artists lose that emotion. They they lose that passion and attachment, and then it just becomes like, oh, we got to do another album. All right, let's record it. Like that hunger, especially when you hit a certain level of success, I feel like that hunger goes away. I, I'll give you that. Some of their albums after um, White Pony, <clears throat> they were still great. I still love them. Right. Well, compared to adrenaline around the fur and white pony, well, yeah, they don't they don't touch it. Right. But, but, enter Ni Hao Kai Lin or No Kai or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known how to. I always forget the name of that album. <laughs> that album blew my mind. Yeah. And then Gore came out, blew my mind. Like they brought it back, right? And the crappy part about it is they brought it back after chi yeah right yeah and then even that they're still floating around releasing that album because there was still one album almost finished before chi passed away right and they don't want to release it well you know i will say that at any moment if deftones ever come through to perform live i will always go see them because live performance wise they still are top notch yeah Uh, especially chino he's just he has that persona he is who he is like um, but anything beyond those first three albums that they play, I'm like, I don't know what this is. See, and that's weird. That that's what I'm trying to get at. You you can you can separate yourself, and I I can't, dude. Like, I don't know, man. It's so weird. Like, it goes back to the half and half thing, right? Like, yeah, there was a time where you fell off of metal entirely. Right. Anything with distortion, and I'm quoting you. Anything with distortion, I can't stand. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sitting here scratching my head, like, "What are you talking about? Right? What are you talking about?" So you can't, you couldn't go back to listen to an old Poison the Well album, which is another favorite band. Oh uh, no, no, I, I, I actually did that the other day. Well, um, I'm saying at the time. Oh right, were, right, like, right. Knee deep and like weird indie music, right? Like, yeah. You even, 
you turned me on to some stuff but a lot of stuff i was like oh no ma'am yeah <laughs> i can't do it well it's just like the other day when we were working on the guitars and i made my uh google mini play frank sinatra and you're just like what yeah I, don't get me wrong <clears throat> i love frank sinatra but right just to you know yeah i mean i don't know it's just i mean if an if a deftones album comes out I will listen to it. I'll listen to it from beginning to end, and I'll sit there with headphones and I'll listen to everything. Cause I don't just listen to the music. I listen to the production. I want to hear all those little cool things that you yeah. know. <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's just I don't. Let me give you another example, like Glassjaw, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, when you listen to that first album, you can tell that they were hungry, that they were ambitious. That well, they which were, first album were we talking about, though? Because um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was technically there. Okay. Well, the first album that I heard, which was okay. Everything But Silence, right? Is that what it's called? Everything You Need to Enjoy Silence. Oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. But anyhow, like, again, one of the things that drew me into that album was, like, you can just hear that raw yeah. emotion. It wasn't overproduced. Um, it, it could have probably <clears throat> been produced way better. But when you listen to Daryl Palumbo's, like vocals and I, and I think I told you this last week is that I'm not a lyric person I just listen I don't listen to what they're saying yeah. but then I remember like six months a year later I went back and I read the lyrics along yeah. with the album and I was like oh my god it's like hearing the album all over right. again because I didn't realize how great his lyrics were too see and I'm opposite I have to know what the lyrics are I love 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 the lyrics you know what's so funny about that album every time I listen to that album I remember the first time you and I heard it which we one? were in the back of we were in the car with Rudy, an old friend of ours. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who showed us, and he's playing it, and we heard a few, thirty, forty seconds of a song, and you and I just looked at each other, and almost simultane- simultaneously we're like, "Who is this?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, this is a glass jaw, dude." Then on, yeah. Speaking of Rudy, um, I think he's gonna. I'm gonna <clears throat> have to tag him in this episode because I think he's gonna appreciate the vinyl talk because he's one of the people that I know actually, like he's hardcore about vinyls yeah um but yeah um rudy was actually one of our was our first singer yeah he did a few songs for us yeah yeah i've always loved that guy's voice yeah always you were were telling me that the other day. always yeah every time we talk about throughout the years being in off and on bands or you and i trying to figure out what we're gonna do post ashling and whatnot i always tell you what about rudy yeah what about rudy why not rudy because I've always loved his voice. I loved what he did on that, that one song for us. And it's funny because he's been in a band for quite a long time now. And they're, they're an instrumental band. Yeah, right? they're really good and they're straight yeah. instrumental. Yeah, I heard them. And it's like they're they're an amazing band, but I can only imagine what they'd sound like if he was singing. Yeah, and, and honestly, I don't the, the song that we did with him, I don't know where it is. I don't even remember what it sounded I don't even remember anything about that song. It was so long ago. Well, we, we went on to use that song with the singer we chose we had for Ashley and Miguel mm-hmm. he he titled that song Carry On mm. and I don't even know what that one I don't even remember oh my do you god have that version? do you remember your name <laughs> you remember anything I just have it no that's the thing dude, too is those that... are the two songs Rudy's version and Miguel's version that just fell out lost in space or they're in that one random computer that you have Oh, wow. that you had since the 90s or something well, see, like that. So it's like I want people to to know that it's not just the Deftones. It's even with my own bands that I just forget yeah, <laughs> our you, own music. You, dude, you 
The other day, I almost hit you. <laughs> if we were not texting and you were in front of me, you would have got nut checked for sure. <laughs> Why? When you were like, well, Eric is earlier than you. And he says 730. And I'm thinking, every time <laughs> we try to get together on a Saturday, I say, Batch, we got to do it. Let's do seven. The, the earlier we do it, the more time. <laughs> no, let's do eight. This motherfucker right here. Dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> And it's funny because I was actually going to start the podcast today. So, like, you said 8 o'clock, but you showed up at 8.30, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sure did. Just to spite me. You tried doing nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, going back to the Chino thing, it's you know, the funny thing about it is, is my wife, she was a, a Deftones fan before me. Way before me. That was one of her favorite bands. And she, like you, can't get past Chino. Just To her, Chino does the same thing over every album but I, I don't agree like I, I i hear the the evolving i hear the evolution every album from him like gore and no no niho kylin or whatever the hell that up dude you know what i'm gonna look that up right now and but like they really he really tapped into like his simon Lebon from duran duran like morrissey thing like to me he really brought his 80s influences into those two albums Right, and and I agree. I do see his evolving over the years. You can tell that he is really, like, especially in this last album. That was, I think, what I told you is I felt like he was really experimenting with his voice a lot. Koino Yokan. Oh, okay. Yeah. But going back to what I was saying, that's the problem, though, is that now it's like there's singers like let me give you an example, Mike Pan, who everybody loves, Mike Pan. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever, whatever. He's he's a great freaking singer like he can do any style yeah but one thing about mike Patton is i've never felt that there was really an emotion attached to what he was doing to me it was like this is what i'm capable of doing you know that's it so there's always been consistency there but when i think of a a singer like chino where like there was just that raw passionate emotion there that's what I feel is missing from the new stuff. Now he's just he's doing experimental stuff with his voice. He's he's doing really cool things, but that 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 emotion, that passion is not there anymore. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest draws to me from the very beginning. And so since that aspect is missing, I feel like it's lost to me. But you know what I love about the Deftones when because somebody lacks in every album, right? There was a big I I saw a few interviews on, I think it was Gore right that Steph was not fully into it because he didn't like the direction it was going this that and the other they talked him into it but you can always see where someone's lacking in that band well for one Abe never lacks he's one of my all time favorite drummers yeah he's pretty good the other person will pick it up right so it's like in in this album the latest album yeah Chino kind of lacks but the riffs are awesome on this album yeah. I'm a riff guy, right? I like riffs. You and I have this argument all the time when you want to just jun 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 and I'm like, no man, like do a single string riff thing, which is also your forte. Like it's the reason I fell in love with you. Your riffing is amazing. That's why when we argue about it, maybe now I'm trying to figure. Maybe now I figured out the words. Is I love your riffs. I don't want to settle for jun jun jun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep the riff going, but. <clears throat> Yeah, so this album, like, where Chino's lacking, like, I love the riffs. Speaking of, uh, is it Stephen Carpenter, Stephen Carpenter? Stephen, I think. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I should have his freaking job. That damn <laughs> flat earth, whatever. <laughs> He's bringing a lot of really negative attention to the band, so I think they should hire me instead. 
And then, and then you should be the bass player. I've always thought, like, dude, we would fit into that band perfectly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, going back to like what you were saying, beyond the Deftones, like new metal in general. I got into it. There must be some crazy stuff going down because those sirens have been going on for like five minutes. Um, I mean, I got into new metal in general. Um, during the time that it that it you know was a big thing, yeah, uh, you know, corn. I mean, I, the first Limp Biscuit album, I liked it. Um, you loved it quickly. Uh, oh yeah, of course. We heard but, it see, all the time. Yeah, but like that's I think that's part of why I loved it was because, I mean, we were on the road and we would just be listening to that stuff and and like now there's a lot of albums that I listen to and it's not even like if I were to go back and listen to Limp Biscuit, it's not because like oh my god this is amazing musically. It was because it brings back that nostalgia of when right. we would go on, on tour and we would just like sit there and listen yes. to that together. And, right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to me, I felt like the genre itself, like new metal, it it was there. And then it was like, okay, like everybody's sounding the same now. Let's move yeah. on from this. Yeah, and that, yeah, I don't mean that I forever love new metal in the sense that every because it's still around. Believe it or not, there's still bands that are putting that are putting out new metal it's music. Mind boggling. But I I don't love all the new bands, right? I tried and true to who I love: Lost Prophets, Deftones. Dude, Lost Prophets are amazing. But you know what sucks is my wife loves them too. Their first album was so amazing. But then ever since what happened to the singer, like morally, I can't listen to them. And she, her and I struggle. We talk about oh, it all the time. That's right. Morally, we like, we can't. We do not, we are not going to support that band. Yeah. But then like their song were to come on and we're like, you can change it if you want. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you See, know? and I never got into it. Like, those were one of the bands that came in late, right? Yeah, they're like 2001. Uh, and that's when I was already kind of like over it. Yeah. Know? Um, that's actually when you started listening to, because you got me into Poison the Well. So you started mm-hmm. pushing a little more of that, the heavier stuff. Yeah, right? it was funny. Like, I've always gone in waves. Like, let me give you an example. Back in the early 90s, I was a Pantera kid. I was all about Pantera, but at that same time, Nirvana came out, and I hated Nirvana with a passion. Oh, Justin's going to be mad at you. I know. (laughs) But now, he's going to love me. Over the last maybe three years or so, I hear Nirvana, and I'm like, man, like I I really have a newfound appreciation for Nirvana, a band that I despised, because at the time, it was like about technical playing. It was about like, dude, like Dimebag Daryl would like, play these riffs it yeah. was just like and then all of a sudden you had like this guy coming out with like it was like really dude like i used to i could i could have created that when i was nine years old you know what i mean <laughs> like so to me it was it was more of the technical aspect but now listening to them i'm like this is some damn good songwriting and in addition to that going back to the passion thing when you hear kurt cobain sing whether it was drug induced or not there's freaking like emotion in what he's singing. Yeah, I'll give you that. So yeah. when I hear Nirvana now, I actually enjoy it. I actually like Nirvana now. Yeah. Um, I do never I, see me wearing a, a t-shirt, but no. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I definitely appreciate him more now. And actually, my kid brought it back. He's I tell you, he's an old soul, man. He listens to Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, like he loves '90s grunge, whatever. Right, and. The more in Nirvana is one of his favorite bands, wow. so now that he listens to him a lot, I was I always bust his chops about it. And always tell him oh, Nirvana sucks, and I thought I raised you to like good music, you know stuff like that. But 
deep deep inside i'm like yeah man i can really tell why at that time right like yeah. you, i can hear the musicianship more right. now i don't know if it's because i'm older i don't know if it's because i appreciate music more because back then when they came out i like you were i was knee deep into the smashing pumpkins i heard the pumpkins their first album gish which came out before nirvana did right and to me it was beautiful it was technical and they were pretty and you know what i mean so when Nirvana came out, yeah, I liked them. But to be honest, I never went past Nevermind. I bought Nevermind, but I didn't get, what's it called? Incesticide? I, I couldn't name an album. Yeah. My life depended on it. I didn't get any. I, didn't, I liked the singles or whatever, but I was never, oh, Nirvana's amazing. You know what I mean? For the same reasons, you know? They came out and they're making all this noise and I'm like, shoot, don't, don't ever put them in the same categories as Smashing Pumpkins, which they always did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always remember my favorite joke that Justin used to get really upset with. What? The best thing that ever happened. The best thing about Nirvana is the Foo Fighters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it. You're going to make him quit all of our fun projects. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. I love you, Justin. (laughs) Um, So, last time we we had our podcast, we had agreed that we would do a 30-minute limit. Yeah. Just because 55 was a lot. Um I feel like we just barely got started. Like we did. Oh. There's so much more to talk about, especially when it comes to music. You know. Yeah. You know? I mean, we could sit here all day. Um, Wait, real quick before before okay. we go, going back to the new metal thing. The one band that is recent, they don't sound anything like new metal, right? They're far from that genre. But Fever three three three, I almost cried. I almost cried when I heard that. Okay. We got a couple more minutes. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Eric Amprada is oh, my favorite drummer of all time, aside second to Eric Prieto. Agreed. Our drummer. Um, that first album, again, it has that emotion, right? Um, and their live performance. I mean, you want to talk about a passionate live performance. It does not get any better than that. But I can't stand his singing voice. I wow. can't see that's stand so it. weird that you say that because before the before Fever, he was in a band called Let Live, and I love them. I love that band because of his singing and his screaming. So when you told me that, I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It's because have you ever heard Let Live? His his no, original I band. I probably oh, should. dude, that's crazy. But again, it goes back to like, I'm sorry, and I know a lot of people are gonna take offense to this or get upset, but. I have to say, I have always despised Linkin Park. And I part I of why I despised it is I just, first of all, again, it was new metal. It came on way late, but somehow it, people loved it. I hated his voice. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and when I listened to Fever 333, his voice is reminiscent. Matter of fact, they even did a Linkin Park cover, probably because yes. they recognized that his voice was similar. And I just, I don't <clears throat> like that his singing voice dude, man one I love Linkin Park you're high <laughs> I know you two are. dude you have to listen to Let Live you have to it's it's incredible that'll be my homework you might you might like his voice because of Let Live yeah, I mean he what he does in um, Fever is different right right it's a lot more rappy a lot more raspy um, but in Let Live dude it's it's crazy Wow, I love that band. Yeah, that's why when I when when you showed me who they were, where did we find them at the same time? 
I don't even know. I don't even know how I came across. No, just, you, just, I think you showed them. I think you're right. I don't know. Just to backtrack, Paul and I have this thing where we're always, as soon as I find something, I send it to him. As soon as he finds something, he sends it to me. What in the hell? Get downstairs. My dogs just ran in and they're not even supposed to be upstairs. Those little shit. Sh- the funny thing is you always get mad at me because you're like, you check out this band. And I'm like, dude, where have you been? I heard him six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's... Dude, oh, going annoying. back to Spotify, that's what I love about Spotify. You you go to a band's page, and at the bottom, well, you've seen it now. Mm-hmm. They have fans also like, so it'll be bands that are within that same category. And that's what I do for hours. If I'm listening to whatever band, I listen to every fans will also like, just to discover that next best thing. And when I find the band that I like, I listen to their request. That's how I find bands. That's what I do all day long, just listen to music and find... I need to get more familiar with Spotify. But anyway, when 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 we had first heard of um, Fever, I lo- dude, I I don't care if I hate the band, if I love the band, I love band stories. I always tell my kid this. I will watch documentaries on any band because I just want to hear their story. Like I love stories. Right. So when I found out about the Fever and I went in and I heard they were a super group, dude, I was already in. Let live. Eric was from. Um, what was it called? Night Versus. Yeah, yeah. And their guitar players from The Chariot. All three bands I love. I was already in. Yeah. And I've never... I, I mean, I've heard Night Versus, but never really gave them too much. Dude, attention. The Chariot is awesome. The lead singer is actually in a new band called 68. I've shown you them before. And that band is incredible. It's a two-piece, him and a drummer. Hmm. That's, I'm starting to get very offended now that we're talking about this. The Fever, no bass player. Hear yourself. 68, no bass player. Stop it. <laughs> What's going on here? I know that is kind of weird. I Dude, I would kill the play for, uh, like, bass uh, for the fever. Royal Blood too, right? Yeah, but he is a bass player. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He has no, they have no guitar player. Yeah, that is really weird. Which makes more sense. Yeah. You can do without a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're at 37 minutes. Wrapping it up. All right. Thank everybody for listening. Um... Hopefully we'll have another episode coming up soon, but this is mm-hmm. officially two yeah. in the books. Um, it should be available everywhere. Um, also subscribe to our YouTube channel um, because we're going to always post them here anyways. So, um, yeah. Yeah, give us a follow on Spotify, Anchor, everything that's there. Leave us comments. You know, again, we're we're open, right? We want to know. We want critiques. Yeah, um, Absolutely. We're idiots. We're great. Let us know. If you're interested on coming on also, I know Eric That's actually what I was, was like, say. I want to be on the next one. Yeah, episode. we're going to start having guests very soon. Um, our other business partner, good friend of ours, well, one of my best friends, happens to be your brother, <laughs> he's going to be on. Um, yeah, let us know if you want to be on. We'll definitely entertain it. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be about music. So. No, absolutely not. This is uh, We're just going to press record and whatever falls out, falls out. All right, Batch. Well, let's get to making some guitar stuff. Uh, you always got to ruin it with work. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching or listening. Ooh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Listen. Bye. Bye. Bye.